So we're just going to pick up where we uh, left off. You were talking to me about growing up in a predominantly white town and the different messaging that Black women need when it comes to feeling good about themselves, empowered, and knowing that they're capable of anything they wish to achieve in this life. just really grateful that I've had clear messaging from my parents and I'm the youngest of three so my two two older sisters around like both how black women are often viewed when they enter a room but at the same time like just that we are so capable of whatever we put our minds to and that has been a great fuel for me to have not for me to not necessarily need to lean on um, external factors of support for my wellness journey, but to know like when you need something, those resources are available to you. I like that. And I also did not know that you were the youngest of three. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I have two awesome older sisters. And I'm also really grateful that they got to make all the mistakes before I did. So that also, yeah. As an oldest child, I take offense because (laughs) being the one to try everything out was very stressful. But I definitely relate to growing up in a predominantly white town and feeling like I needed those, that type of community and support from other Black women to really be more intentional about how I felt about myself, how I felt about my career. So it's very cool that you had that strong foundation coming into your work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me how the pandemic has impacted your work in general. Yeah, so in January 2020, I started an accelerator program based out of Philadelphia called Philly Startup Leaders. And I was excited to really unlock this entrepreneurial side of myself where I was still working full time for another company and I'd always wanted to be like a creator. I always had ideas. I always wanted to like start something and see it come to fruition. And I stepped into really exploring what that meant from an entrepreneurial lens, but I entered that program with the idea of a a travel platform that had to do with um, local Philadelphians meeting up with explorers who were visiting the city and and supporting small businesses. And um, the pandemic put that on the shelf for me. And even though like international engagement, relation, and travel has always been a huge part of who I am, I was consistently being pulled towards still creating those structures for my well-being that I mentioned earlier, where I was feeling within myself that there were certain things that I needed, and in particular, I needed a community around um, my wellness and and staying on this path and this journey. I love accountability and accountability groups, and so... I was giving more time and attention to 
this like wellness group slash workshop series that I was putting together and um, was not actually giving the time and attention to the travel app and platform that I that I had thought I wanted to build. And so with I went through that entire accelerator. We transitioned to virtual. The pandemic happened. Um, I went through that accelerator with this lens of, oh, I'm going to build this travel app. But probably within the first couple of months of the pandemic, I knew that I was being drawn and pulled towards well-being services, not just for because it was what I needed in the moment, but because more and more folks who I was in conversation with needed these types of services. And um, as a remote worker prior to the pandemic, I needed it even more. And everyone was in the state of like transition <laughs> and crisis. And um, Your Care Collective was really born out of this idea that the best form of self-care is collective care and that we were in a state of really needing one another in order to stay on track with our wellness goals and in particular to have a community when we were thrust out of the communities that were our office workplace environments. I love how you framed how you adapted to the pandemic and how it really informed the importance of wellness for you, but not just for yourself, but for the community. And I would love to hear more about Your Care Collective and the type of work you're doing currently. Yeah, so Your Care Collective supports the well-being of independent workers and remote organizations. We do this through um, custom workshops. We also build virtual well-being communities for organizations who do not have them. So if you are a remote organization and your employees are consistently saying that they you know, want to engage in wellness activities or want to have a hub for the, those types of resources, we can create that hub for you in a virtual space. Um, a lot of the work that we have done has been understanding the, the pain points and the, the reasonings for um, a lack of well-being in the five different areas of the Gallup Share Care Wellbeing Index. That includes social, community, which is more about your physical space surroundings, purpose, financial, and physical. And then we create a response plan, which we call a, a care plan for that organization and, and for individuals. And so it's been really cool just hearing about folks' experiences and being a part of creating resources and responses to those, those difficult moments and the, the structures that are maybe inhibiting the well-being of employees, being able to illuminate those and provide potential resources and solutions for those organizations to, to change things up a little bit. Wow, very cool, I love that. Tell me more about what has surprised you in this work. Yeah, I, 
you know, I say that I'm someone who, like, I thrive when I have structure around my well-being. And one of the most surprising things is like, hey, that's not just me. We all like, <laughs> <laughs> like, people like to be told what they need to do in order to heal, grow, thrive and so um right now we're running a group coaching program and it's it's like our beta it's the first uh group coaching program called the well-being collective that we are facilitating i have two awesome experts who are focused on purpose and social well-being for this group and one of our biggest mistakes in this process was like not having that opening event that clarifies like this is how you use the system this is when we expect you to show up Mm. how you expect we expect you to show up and I think when it comes like relating it back to to wellness and the surprise there is like people like a lot of instruction and structure and guidance because when you're in a state of like turmoil or crisis or trying to figure it out it's hard enough to, to like show up so you know we've had to right. be really clear about like this is what we're here to do for you this is how you're going to get it and how we can support you through this process and that's been like something I thought I knew but like in implementation I'm like oh we really we really love this structure and we need to be really um a, you know in tune with how we provide that Wow. So well crafted. And I love the idea of this like response plan or treatment plan and that it's really tailored to the needs of either an organization or an individual. I think that's super dope. And we all could use a little bit of that around this time. I'm wondering how the pandemic impacted you personally and how you were able to maneuver it uh, so far. Well, I'm no longer in my previous job, <laughs> which which was yes, freedom. Yeah, and you know, I can I learned so much from the role that I was in and the organization that I was a part of that has prepared me to be an entrepreneur and to be a, a leader. But it also took a toll on my mental and physical health. For the first time in my life, I was suffering from tension headaches. And this was prior to the pandemic. Um, And it was only elevated and illuminated when the pandemic hit and you every day needed to make a choice about if you were going to show up for work or if you were going to show up for yourself. And organizations wow you know I don't blame organizations for needing to figure out like how are we going to keep our doors open and how are we going to get the work done and there's still so much to be done um a lot of people and for me in particular like we were navigating if you were still employed navigating this like guilt of like I have a job and there's so many people who are without right now and also like this job is is literally breaking my body down and that's not exciting either um 
So for me, the pandemic was a time of illumination and reflection of like choosing myself and choosing to show up for myself while also taking advantage of the opportunity that I had to be employed and thinking of like, how can I leverage this opportunity to support me building the life that I want to live and the life that's going to help me be well and fulfilled in my purpose. And so, you know, I, within the pandemic time, I created my, my exit plan, my strategy, and I thought about how can I both like leave on a good note, show up for this organization and utilize the way that they can continue to support me um, as I make this transition um, and support my organization. So yeah, just to to give a a shorter answer, uh, everything about my life (laughs) is different. I like, I bought a house because that was like the last thing that I needed to do to like have stability um, before I quit my job and didn't have a W-2. And then, (laughs) and then I quit my job and then I like really upped the ante within my business. And I also really got grounded in like the choices that I'm making every day and how they move my business forward and how they keep me aligned with my purpose, my well-being and like the life that I want to build because like you don't leave your job to create the same type of atmosphere that you just left um and so that was like a big learning lesson for me as it relates to like all these transitions that I went through and how to um both be like grateful and let go of some of the guilt um and give myself grace over over this time period because we all just like went through a lot of collective trauma wow if i could snap fun fact i don't know how to snap my fingers but i would right now because you were out here doing it okay home ownership i like that and even just like the journey of deciding to choose yourself knowing that your organization didn't align with who you are currently and also being passionate about creating your own life and knowing that you have the power to do that in spite of you know the world blowing up (laughs) the last 15 months and i think that that's super uh encouraging especially for others who are feeling stuck or feeling like they can't create the life they want for themselves Um, I was listening to you talk about your journey and it just made me think about how I also decided to leave my organization because it was not serving me well and was really taking a toll on my mental and emotional health and really leaning into self-care but in a more like not self-care like taking baths and you know eating chocolate or whatever like for me it was like okay do I feel aligned with the work I'm doing? Like, do I feel passionate and purposeful? And if I don't, why not? And can I create that for myself? And I think the pandemic gave us all the opportunity to really reflect on that. Like, we don't have to keep going like this if it's not 
really aligning with how we want to see ourselves in the next 5, 10, 15 years. So that's cool. Yeah, and you know, speaking back to this overarching theme of, of our conversation, when it comes to intersectionality, I recognize that there is privilege in being able to quit your job. You know, like everyone can't make for sure every day that are just centered around their mental health. But when you break down like these five areas of of well-being, there's intersections within them, right? So what you and I were talking about was mm. the physical toll that it took on our mental well-being because we weren't aligned with our purpose. And even though we could potentially be impacting our financial well-being, maybe purpose is a higher level need for us to feel like we can thrive, right? So there's there's right. flows in these different areas that have to do with like, maybe I'm going to make a sacrifice here because this one area that is being impacted is, is so great that my entire life is is in shambles and so like yeah there's privilege in being able to say all right i'm gonna quit my job because it's not aligned with my purpose but there's also ways to to prepare for that so you can think strategically and look at the different areas of your life and say if i do a how will it impact b and how can i maybe supplement for b if A's impacted, you know, and and that's kind of the process that I went through, and you know, it's not easy. Like I'm at that point now where I'm like, okay, like I'm an entrepreneur, like I have to worry about how I'm going <laughs> to, <laughs> and like I have to pay other people, and that is that's scary. But I haven't had a tension headache in six months. And that is revolutionary. Yes. Amazing. And what do you feel like keeps you going when you are scared or unsure about how the business is going? What f- what do you feel like fuels you? At first, I thought it was, or at first it was this, you know, inherent nature that I have to create and feeling like I'm someone who is is very dedicated to the organizations that I, I work for and but it always gets to this point where I'm just like unsatisfied and I'm like I don't think that I'm ever going to be satisfied until I go all in and try and build something myself and the organization that I can be fully dedicated to will be my organization and then I can't ever get bored with it you know um but when I think about what has been sustaining (laughs) me I'm like my life has changed like I feel better I want to do better work I want to wake up every morning and show up for this organization and for myself and for my friends and for my family and you there's so many people who literally wake up grumbling every single day. And when your life flips and you don't feel that anymore, it's like, how do you, how do you go back? You know, I, it's worth it to have 
some fear if you know that you have like control over your life and are able to not only create the organization that you want to be committed to forever but create an organization that's going to care for the people who work for it and that's the place that I'm working towards right now where I'm like I cannot wait to hire folks and give them health benefits and give them perks and give them a place to feel like it doesn't just care about what they put out but what that like who they are and who they show up as Ooh, that's a sell are y'all hiring because maybe i need to consider working at your care collective as well because that is like it's like the ultimate goal when we think about our ideal workspace right and i feel like perhaps many of us did not think about how important that was to us since we spent so much time at work that that environment really does need to align with who we are and feel you know supportive and affirming and comfortable i know i definitely didn't think about it as hard before the pandemic and after switching jobs same as you i am sleeping better i'm you know spending time on the weekends with like family and friends i have more time for like creative endeavors like this podcast yeah and i feel like i didn't have those opportunities before because i was overworking myself and not feeling good physically mentally and it really is a question of is it worth going back to and personally i can't imagine going back (laughs) definitely not at this point so where can the folks find you if they want to attend any events if they want to follow you and and keep up with your wellness journey yeah everyone can find me on instagram that is that's the main hub for all things happening with me and with your care collective um so my instagram is joelle cares that's j-o-e-l-l-e cares and your care collective is your care collective we also have our website which is the best place to get um, information about upcoming events the ways that we can support folks individually and organizationally so you can get a real scope of what these organizational and individual care plans look like and, and how we can support you so make sure y'all follow her on all social media platforms she got some good gems and i have to say that this has been a very enlightening interview i'm excited for your care collective to continue to grow excited to see what you're up to and thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about intersectionality and wellness it has been a pleasure thank you so much for having me it's been my pleasure this conversation is the best way to you know bring in this week and uh, engage in more than just like what is wellness but how does it actually impact our lives our days and and us as black women who are navigating this this world that's cool twist and turn yes ma'am 
So thank y'all for tuning in once again to an Open Secret Podcast, where we talk about all things wellness and intersectionality. Y'all have a good night. Thank you.